Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to your favorite show, This Means Business. My name is Makibe Gertrude Pisangatang, and as usual, I'm going to give you nothing but the best on this show. Remember, the show, This Means Business, is also online on MGB Podcast, MGB FM, and you can find it on any podcast website that you search. And produce and bringing the show together, we have a cool team, Masala Muko for General Supervision, Richard Nanina for Coordination, and of course Michelle Isumba for technical support and not forgetting Franklin Wanchin who is always there with us with a business review so that you know what is happening in your environment. For the show today we're going to bring to you discoveries on financial inclusion. We'll tell you what financial inclusion is and what it means for a businessman. No, we're just going to discover what financial inclusion is on the business segment today and also we're going to discover no, on the business, on the B talk, we're going to talk about, we're going to replace some words that you use with business words so that you may be more, you know, eloquent, you know, and in your speech and get more respect and get more confidence when you talk and have more people listen to you. Whether you like it or not, English is a language that once you speak properly, people are going to sit quiet and listen to you, even if you're saying rubbish. But I'm not saying you should say rubbish. I'm just saying it's a really good language to build your confidence. And in the B Talk, on the B Talk today, we're going to learn, we're going to find out the challenges that startups face in business, in the business world and how to solve some of these challenges. So you want to stay tuned to them to the, right up to the end. And don't forget, we have the business review, which will come from Franklin Wanchin. So you want to stay tight because today we have a fun, loving, a fun, entertaining, educative, and encouraging and inspiring show so you don't want to go anywhere stay tuned we'll be right back after this musical break of course Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it's your favorite business show on board. This means business. If you're unable to listen to the program today, tomorrow is another day. You can tune in from 9am to 10am that Sunday and on Tuesday and Thursday from 4pm to 5pm for the rebroadcast of course. Also, we will be uploading the show online in segments so that if you are particularly interested in one segment, then you have that chance. All you have to do is follow us on Facebook at This Means Business to receive new uploads or you can look uh you can find us online on any podcast website of your choice all you need to do is go on google and type in mgbfm and there you will find this means business you can download any episode of your choice because it's labeled with the titles so whichever title interests you you can download it on any podcast 
website. It's time for the first lot of the day, which is, did you know? So let me ask you the question. Did you know there was such a thing as financial inclusion? Of course you did, but I'm sure you didn't know explicitly what financial inclusion is. Let's take a listen to this extract where wherein the CEO of MasterCard, Ajay Banga, explained what financial inclusion is all about. Take a listen. Financial inclusion or exclusion is an underlying social problem that dates back to well before this. The real issue, here's the, here's the, the theory of the case. Of 7 billion people in the world, close to 2 billion are either underbanked or unbanked in some way. And what I mean by underbanked or unbanked, unbanked is obvious, they don't have a relationship with the banking institution of any type, of any type. Now, underbanked is even if they do, they're not getting to participate in the financial mainstream and do things that you and I take for granted, which means being able to access credit when you need it at a reasonable price, being able to access insurance of the type that's relevant to you, being able to do things of that nature, save for a rainy day in the right way, all that done in a form that's good for you as the consumer. That's underbanked. And so a couple of billion people around the world, and this is World Bank statistics, are basically unbanked or underbanked. And most of those people do not have a formal identity that they have been received or got from their government. And therefore, there's nothing they can take and hold out to show when they go to hire a car or live in a hotel or take a flight, which they don't do, to show that they exist in the system. Their opinions don't count. They don't get counted in censuses very often. They don't get counted for their opinion of what government should be doing. They get left out. They're locked out. And the last part of that puzzle is that this is too big an issue over the years for just a government to solve or for just one bank to solve in a country. It does require kind of, you know, a bunch of shoulders at the wheel to come together. It requires partnerships across the public and the private sector, but even within the private sector, to get to make a real movement on this issue. Now, that is a global explanation of what financial inclusion is. On the next episode, we're going to tell you, we're going to bring it to our context in Cameroon and explain with an expert why so many people in Cameroon are underbanked and why many more people are unbanked. We're going to hear the explanation from them. We're going to do a vox pop so you get to you get an explicit explanation as to what all of this is and to what financial inclusion is. Don't go, go anywhere because after this musical break, we're going to move on to the next segment of the day, which is the business English lesson. Don't move a muscle.
to do anything, you need to be courageous, whether to get your dream job or to um, send a proposal to a client that you've been looking for, looking at for a long time, whatever it is, you need courage. And one way to get courage or one way to portray courage is confidence. If you want a job, you need to be confident in your skills. If you want to a raise, you need to be confident. And there's so many ways in which you can build your confidence. In so many ways in which you can build your self-confidence. Now, Cameroon is a language, uh, it's a country. Uh, Yaoundé especially is a, is a town where French dominates English. That is true. The business, the major business language of people in Yaoundé is French and not English. But globally, globally, and I know that there's so many of you who work online due to the coronavirus pandemic, you work online, you meet different people, and the most used language globally is English language. Believe it or not, English language is the most used language. Now, how will this help you boost your confidence? Learning how to speak this language will give the other person an understanding of whatever it is that you are talking about. And when you are able to express yourself, to explain your needs or your request to the person who you have to make a deal with, then you portray confidence and that person can bet their money on you and that person can invest in your business and that person can hire you if you portray that confidence whilst you've learned how to speak English properly. But on the show today, we're talking about business English lesson and we're talking about boosting your skills in the English language. So on today's lesson, okay, but before we continue, I just want to remind you, if you just joined us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it's your favorite program on board. This means business. Now, while we're at it on today's lesson on the business English lesson, we're going to talk about some verbs that you can replace with the regular verbs that you've been using in order to take your English up a notch. Are you ready? The first one is think, the verb to think. Someone approaches you and asks you a question and the first thing you say is, I think you should. I think. When you say I think, you don't sound confident enough. You're thinking about it. You're not sure of it. Instead, when someone asks you for your opinion, you go, I suggest. I suggest you call them. Or you say, why not call them? Or give them a call. Or just go straight to the point and give them a call. Avoid using the word think because you put doubt in yourself and you put doubt in the head of the person to whom you're giving advice to and no one wants doubt. No one has time for doubt. So go straight to the point. I suggest you call them. Why not give them a call or simply give them a call? The next one is so. For example, someone sent you an email and you want to confirm a 
receipt. Uh, you wanted to let them know that you've you've received the email. Instead of saying "Thank you, I've seen your email," you go "Thank you, I've received your email." Again, "Thank you, I've received." your email the next is need when you say need it's all it sounds almost as if you you cannot do without you dying if 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 you don't have what you're requesting for for example you need uh you 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 want your colleague to assist you on something instead of saying i need your help you go i require your help why because you are working in team and it is as as a team player or as a team member it's okay to ask other members of your team um to help you out with whatever task that you have maybe you don't understand something maybe you need additional help on something you're not you cannot you you can do without their help when you need something it's almost as if you cannot do without for example you cannot do without water so you need water you cannot do without food so you need food okay so instead of going i need your help on this project you go i require some help on this project or Okay, I require some help on this project. Again, it is okay to put it that way. The next talk about. Let's talk about the proposal. Instead of saying plainly, simply, let's talk about the proposal. Let's take it up a notch. Let's discuss the proposal. Let's discuss the proposal. Okay? And another one is let you know i wanted to let you know that the meeting has been cancelled instead of saying i wanted to let you know which of course is longer you go i wanted to inform you okay that we have a meeting i wanted to inform you uh, um this is um better than i wanted to let you know which is longer okay so another example is Please make sure you deliver the proposal. Please make sure you deliver the proposal. Instead of using that make sure, you go please ensure the proposal is delivered. Please ensure the proposal is delivered. Another tell me why why you've made this decision. Please explain to me Okay instead of tell me why please explain to me your decision please explain to me why this decision instead of tell me explain to me okay and the last but not the least could you please talk some more about that subject instead of saying could you please talk some more you go could you please elaborate on that subject could you please elaborate on that subject whether you you writing a mail or writing an email to someone or you're you're presenting in front of a you you have um, a presentation to make or you're talking to you know 
casual talks with your colleagues, it is very important that you apply the skills that you learn from this lesson. Don't just take them, write in, uh, don't just write them in your notebook and be like, okay, I have them in my notebook. I'm good. Actually practice them because it is in practice that you become better and better and better until you can be the best of yourself. Well, that was all I gathered for you on the business English lesson today. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, Franklin Wanchin is going to take us to the business review where he will let us know the things that has been happening in a business, in the business environment in and out of the country. So don't move a muscle. We'll be right back. It's time for us to have a business review with Franklin Wanchin. Good morning to you, Franklin, and welcome on board. Good morning, Gertrude. Good morning, listeners of Kalag FM. And Gertrude, before I go ahead, I would like to wish you a special happy birthday. May the good Lord bless you abundantly in your new age. Thank you so much, Franklin. I appreciate Welcome to your business news review with me, Franklin Wanchin. On Tuesday, November 16, 2021, the Minister of Finance, Louis Paul Motaze, signed a decision reducing the freight rates to be integrated in the calculation of imported goods, especially those imported via the sea. According to the boss of Menfi, this measure will be effective until February 28, 2022, and can be renewed if necessary. Thanks to this decision, importers will no more feel the impacts of the rising international freight costs, says Guy Innocent Defoe head of the legal department at the Directorate General of Customs. Guy Innocent Defoe further explains that for almost eight months, there has been an unprecedented rise in maritime freight rates. Depending on the country, these rates are up to 40 to 70 percent. The rise will increase custom values, thereby generating more revenue for the state, but it will make life more expensive with retail prices rising. Thus, the, minister, the minister's decision to mitigate the impact of the rising freight costs and keep custom values static is a good move. Last Wednesday, November 17, 2021, the Minister of Trade, Luke Magrambarga Atangana, granted an audience to Dong Kaiming, Vice President of the Chinese state firm New Silk Road Energy Holding Group Company Limited in Yaoundé. The Chinese executive came to present his projects his group's project for the construction of a Chinatown in Cameroon. This Chinatown will serve as a commercial center for agri-foods like rice, sugar, veterinary and medical products, cotton, and as well as fishery and livestock products produced in Cameroon. Minister, Minister Luke Magrambarga encouraged the Chinese firm to invest in Cameroon, which is an investment hub in the Central African region and why not Africa at large. Last Thursday, November 18, 2021, Cameroon organized a cocoa talks with the European Union on the production of sustainable cocoa. According to Philippe Van Damme, head of the European Union delegation to Cameroon, the talks are aimed at fighting child labor and exploitation in the cocoa value chain, enhancing forest protection, 
and restoration in cocoa producing regions and also ensuring a minimum sub subsistence income for cocoa farmers. Philip Van Dam went ahead to present a new law concerning cocoa importation which is still under debate in the European Union Parliament. The Cameroonian Minister of Trade, Luke Magluambarga, on this part responded by pointing out that it seems like the European Union do not intend to increase farmers' income. He concluded by saying that out of the 100 billion US dollars generated by the sector annually, only 2% goes to the farmers and the chocolate makers take the lion's share of about 35% of the turnover. The rest goes to the grinding industry and transporters. According to Pierre Calderdac, the Director General of Cameroon Postal Service, Campos, Cameroon is currently planning to create a postal service regulatory authority which will oversee the services offered by Campos. These services include letter posting, parcel transportation and distribution, money transfers, e-commerce and many others. The Director General disclosed this project during the reception of new electronic equipment and vehicles for Campos on November 12, 2021 in Yaoundé. With this regulatory body in place, Campos will be free from the tight hands of telecom regulator ART, which is the authority currently overseeing the activities of Campos. Officially, the new operator will oversee at least 25 private operators competing with Campos. The new authority will also help to bring order in the market, notably fair competition, normalization costs, and improvement in service quality. The Minister of Post and Telecommunications, Minit Libong Lee Likeng, on Friday 12 November 2021, signed a memorandum of understanding with her Chadian counterpart Idris Saleh Bashar relating to the interconnection of Cameroonian and Chadian optical fiber transmission. And on the 15th of November, the same Ministry of Post and Telecommunications organized a workshop in Yaoundé under the theme Cryptocurrency Challenges, Opportunities and Risk in Cameroon. This workshop was aimed at having a clean sheet on the rules and regulations that will govern cryptocurrency and crypto assets in Cameroon. Now we move to our international page. African Export Import Bank has entered into financing deals worth 1.2 billion US dollars with four African companies and a memorandum of understanding with the African Union Development Agency, AUDA. The beneficiary companies are Aeroton Exploration and Production Company Limited, which signed $750 million, which took two years to be for the deal to write. Oak Mill Group International signed $210 million. Harvest Group of companies signed $100 million, while the Zimbabwe Electricity Transmission and Distribution Company signed $110.4 million. The managing director of Nigerian Post Authority, NPA, Mohamed Belokoko, says it is cheaper for general and container vessels to berth in Nigeria than in Ghana or Togo. He said this while presenting evidence on the story that stated in 2019, based on media reports that Nigerian ports were the most expensive in the West African sub-region. Digital payment company PayPal has grown by 0.5% at $201.55 US in early US pre-market trading after it enables Bitcoin payments to shop at the millions of merchants on its network. The head of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde, warned that high oil and gas prices are hitting cons consumers in the 19 countries that use the euro harder than other major economies. He underlined that the bank 
won't add to the squeeze by raising interest rates anytime soon. He further says the bank will increase borrowing rates next year as other central banks around the world, including the U.S. Federal Reserve, are withdrawing extraordinary measures that prompt that propped up their economies due to COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you very much, Gertrude. Thank you, listeners, for being there with us. I promise to be with you excellently next week. Stay tuned. Thank you so much, uh, Franklin, for this wonderful information that you've shared with us. We hope that you stay tuned for coming up next is a big talk. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it's your favorite program on board. This means business and today we and it's time for us to go to the last lot of the day which is the, the b talk on today's b talk we're going to talk about the challenges some of the challenges that startups face and we're also going to talk about how you can resolve these challenges remember that if you're not opportune to listen to the program today you can also tune in tomorrow from 9 30 uh, from 9 a.m to 10 a.m or on tuesday and thursday from 4 p.m to 5 p.m also if you can listen to the radio you can also Download the program on your phone from any podcast web podcast website. All you have to do is type in MGBFM and you will find this means business. So from now on, I'm going to segment each of each um I'm going to put um, the show in segments. So you, if you want to listen to only you only want to listen to the B talk, you'll be able to listen to the B talk. If you want to listen to um, the business English news, that's what you're going to listen to. And if you want to listen to the the discovery or the, the news, if you want to select a particular segment of the show to listen to, we're going to upload the show on the podcast in a way that you can listen to only the, the, the segment that suits you best, okay? Now, back to the B talk. Today, like I already said, we're going to talk about challenges. Now, what's the first challenge that we're going to talk about is money. Money is a very important aspect of your business. And let's say you're starting your business and you're running and soon before you know it, you find out that you're unable to pay your your staff. Now that is just that is the most the most common thing. People start start quitting because they keep working for you and you're unable to pay them. So they start quitting. They start being unproductive. They start grumbling because there's no money. Also, when you don't have money, okay, when you don't have money, you will be unable to carry out projects. Let this, and, and, and so many startups fall in the temptation of, okay, give me your project. Okay, and I'll do it for you. And then they realize they don't have money and there's no, uh, there's no place for them to borrow money. Now that is a little bit tricky. So here's how you can solve the problem of money when you have, um, when you have the challenge of money. The first thing you can do is you can partnership. Partnership with people on, on, on projects. For example, if you have, um, if you have, uh, to deliver something and let's say you have to deliver soap, your soap manufacturing company startup and you have to deliver soap and you don't have the, and, and there are other people who can, who are also into the same sector as you are. You can partner with them. Okay. You, you manufacture the soap together. That way it reduces cost and then you can end the, you can get the benefit 
together as a team. I know you're thinking, no, you want all your money to yourself. No, don't be selfish. It's good to partner, partner with people, not only in your, in the same sector as you are, but you can also partner in, with people from other sectors that you, people you see that have the same view as you and can, and you can come together with them and produce something relevant and something really, something of high quality that your client is really going to love. So the first way to solve your money issues is partnering with other people. The second way to solve your money issues is cut uh, is cutting causes now i know that i i once said it's important for you to 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 go on you know trips with your with your you know team building you know go out laughter you know after work on friday you go out and you chill with your with your colleagues or with your employees or you go on go for sports every every once a week or once a month or twice a month depends on you well if you see that you're losing money you can cut costs uh, you can cut you can cut costs a cost from 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 those things okay okay if you went if you went for sports every week once every week you can cut it so okay we can go for sports once a month okay so you can cut some of those courses if you're spending too much money on something that wasn't really relevant or something that is not so important at the moment or something that won't heal income in the long run then you need to cut you need to get rid of those things and only use the things that are relevant and very that are invaluable at the moment okay so that is the first challenge the second challenge that small uh, that startups face is marketing now if you do not you may you may feel like no um i want people to know that i have um my product is of high quality so i'm not going to put it out there i just want them to trust me you know no that is not going to work people will only trust you if they see you consistent people will only trust you if they keep seeing what you're doing and then other people are talking about what you're doing and 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 like if you're in their face then they'll be like okay what do you have to offer but if you neglect marketing and you're like no you can't invest in marketing that's a big challenge because you won't have any sales so think about marketing invest in marketing let the people know social media is a free tool again yes you can sponsor product on social media uh, you can post a, a, a product on social media and sponsor that post to, to reach maybe thousands or hundreds of people but if you can consistently post your products every day maybe you make at least three posts on social media same post on facebook on instagram on tiktok on on youtube on linkedin everywhere even reddit if you can continuously make your post even on your website continuously make your post make people know that you are you exist and this is what you offer and also make posts of feedback like what your clients are saying always ask feedback from your clients what how do they feel about your services or how do they feel about your product let them give you feedback you take those feedbacks and you put it on your social media platforms all your social media platforms it's free of charge the only thing you need is internet connection and i'm sure you have that so take as much as you can as many as you can and post it on your social media that way people can can um 
people can see can see your product, see you and see what you do, and there you make uh, sales. So try as much as you can not to neglect marketing. When you post, okay, journalists are gonna see you. TV, um, TV radio presenters are gonna see you, and of course, shows like this one. This means business. What we want is to know what you're doing. It's free of charge. You can call. Um, I have this business. I want to talk about it, and I also want to share my challenges and my experiences, and 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 how I go about it. Of course, you can come on the show and you can talk about it. You talk about your product. You talk about your services. You talk about. You talk about um, the challenges that you have and how you solve these challenges. Now, people will listen. That is publicity for yourself. If you do, if you think that no journalists they want me on their show because they need me, no, you need them. You need them. So if you're invited or you have a chance to um, call to be on the show to talk about anything, don't lose that opportunity. Don't neglect that opportunity because you never know. Who is listening to that show? And you never know how your sales are going to be like or what your sales are going to be like if you go on that show. So never neglect marketing, especially not on social media, especially not on radio, especially not on TV, especially not on newspaper, especially not on magazines. Now, every kind of media is very important. So do not neglect any of them because they all have their roles. Now, the third, the third, um, issue or the third problem or the third challenge that so many startups have is lack of planning. You plan for one, two, three, four, five years and things are going on well and you're like, okay, the first year things are going on well. You're like, okay, that's good. But then you, you're reluctant to plan. Remember, you're like, okay, you only, you follow that same plan continuously till the five year end. No. Remember this. When you make a plan, things are constantly changing. For example, the COVID-19. No one knew that coronavirus is going to hit us and hit us this hard. No one knew that. Before you know it, so many people were losing their jobs. Before you know it, you know, poverty increased, unemployment increased, you know. So when you make a plan, try as much as you can to update that plan. It's not enough to make a plan. I'm going, uh, we're going to do this from year one to year five, and then you end there and you don't adjust. Things are constantly changing. Again, change is inevitable. So you must always review your plans. What is happening in my environment? What is happening in, in other countries or what are people doing? Or, you know, because there's a climate change, there's insecurity. We have all the problems in this world. We live in a damaged world. You can't make one plan and don't revise it and don't update it and you expect it to work. It might work for the first year, it might work for the second year, but you need to revise it. You need to update it consistently as you need to be consistent in your business. Okay? Now, let's go on to the fourth to the fourth okay now this one is a bit um this challenge is a bit tricky because when you have a startup you you all you want is let's do the best let's be our best yes we're gonna do it we're we we want to we want to move on to the highest level we want to what they call hashtag blow yeah so when you have a startup finding the right people is a big challenge because Usually when you're trying to hire someone or hire people, people come with tons of degrees. 
they have so many degrees. Some would even say that they have a, a bachelor's degree in doctorate, which is very, very. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that was an aside. Like that was just a joke that I heard, and I wanted to share with you. But you know, as a as a, as a human resource, as an employer, you know what people put in your CVs, and most of the times it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. So finding the right people can be difficult because a person might come to you with a great CV. They have all the potentials that you're looking for right you take you call the person for an interview you're chatting to the person and the person is showing you telling you everything that they can do and because you're having this conversation with the person you believe them but then when you hire them you realize that they were all mouth like they know everything theory but they cannot put it into practice like everything they know it's their book from a from the first page to the last page and it's it's really really you want you ask them to do something they don't know how to do it not because they're inexperienced or because they didn't go to school no just because they're not the right people so finding the right people is really difficult now how do you solve this problem it's important that you train people when you hire them Yes, a person has a degree. Yes, they have the experience, but they may not be able to give you what you want. So when you hire a person, first of all, train them. Tell them this is how your company is. This is your this is your value. This is your mission. Okay? And we want you to do this, but we will train you on how to do it. So make sure you do just that. Train the people you hire and don't 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 be like no i can't do that i mean i spend a lot of money no it's important remember i said spend money cut costs and spend money on important things if you have an unproductive staff that is more dangerous than losing any that's more dangerous for your business than losing any money because you won't get any money and if you're not getting any money what are we doing right so train your staff each time you hire them and you make them the best people. Another example, another challenge that so many um, startups face is time management. Yes, they'll always tell you, we're in Cameroon, we can't come early to work. We're in Cameroon, uh, we're in Africa. Africans are always late. You should have understood that by now. No, 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 no. It, it is not done at all. Try as much as you can. Remind your staff every day. If you're not early, you get the consequence. If you're not, if you come late, there is a consequence. No one wants 5% of their salary cut because they're late. Whatever it is that they're doing, whatever it is that is making them sluggish to come early to work is going to stop if they have a 1% threat on their salary. I'm not saying you should go threatening people. I'm not saying you should go cutting people's salaries because they're late. I'm saying you should try as much as you can to encourage people to be early. So if a person is always coming early to work, you can give the person an award. Say, okay, today or this month, we're giving this person this award for always coming early and that will help in time management. If a person is always delivering their projects on time, you know, 
it's imp- it's important to encourage them give them a certificate even if you don't have money canva is free what is free make a certificate okay put your stamp your signature in it and give it to them and say this is the imp- um, this employee is punctual this employee is punctual on deliveries this employee is punctual on uh, uh, coming early to work and so you're applauding them you're writing that in that certificate you're signing it you're giving them something to add in their cv thereby encouraging other people to come early okay so we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to continue with this lesson so i don't with um the challenges that startups face don't go anywhere we'll be right back in a short break Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5. And it is, again, your favorite program, This Means Business. And on the B Talk today, we'll be talking about the, the challenges that startups face um, in their business. And I'm going to really um, go, do a rundown. We talked of money being a challenge. We talked of time management. We talked of finding the right people to work with you. And we talked of not neglecting, uh, of neglecting um, marketing, which is something that you shouldn't do. We're spoken um of all the things that we're going to continue right now the next challenge that that startups face is the founder and yes i'm talking about you you are not a problem you're just a challenge that that your company is facing why do i say you because you have this idea yes you want to, to just go out there and make the make the difference make the world a better place yes but then you do not have the skill and that's tricky because when you do not have the skill, it is almost impossible, or should I even say impossible, for you to succeed without skills. So if you cannot, if you're unable to learn, if you're unable to learn, you don't have the time to learn, hire someone to do that job for you. Hire someone. Again, cutting costs and and. Focusing money on things that are important. Hire someone who is a professional manager to do that for you. Or you train yourself. Because if you do not train yourself, your company is going to crash. You are are the leader. As a leader, if you don't have the leadership skills, if you don't have the management skills, if you don't have, if you're not productive yourself, it doesn't matter. You, You know, there's sometimes when you're so passionate about something, you just mess it up true and i've seen this so many times you see a person is so passionate about something the person gives it their all and the person is so excited about it and instead of fixing it instead of making it better the person just messes everything up now that is bad for your business you might be the challenge that your business is facing and if you are you need to realize that and you need to stop Learn the necessary skills you need to run your business. You may be passionate about it, but that shouldn't stop you from learning. And being a good leader is very, very important. Okay? Now, another thing that is so tricky is scaling up. Okay, scaling up. Like when you start your business, your startup, and then people are giving you orders left and right, and you're like, wow, so much money is coming in. Whoa, we're receiving so many clients. We're receiving so much money. That's the tricky thing. 
that's a that's that's a tricky thing because what happens now is you have so many clients you have so much more pressure if you're not careful when you scale up you're going to fall when you scale up i'll say it again when you when you go up when you scale up or when you hashtag blow in your business you are gonna crash and fall and break and it could be in a way you will not be able to rise for a very long time. I wouldn't say you wouldn't be able to rise ever. I'm saying you won't be able to rise for a very long time. Now, this is very crucial. When you start receiving so many clients, when you start getting so many projects and so much money starts coming into your business, your, your numbers are so up, you feel like you need to dance about it. What you need to do at this moment is hire more people because the pressure the headaches you can't handle all of that you need to think about getting a bigger space office space you need to think about hiring more people but some people they're just selfish i'll be honest some people are just selfish because that's what it is they'll have all those clients they'll have all those projects and instead of hiring professionals to do that they'll look for a fresh graduate who needs experience, exploit them, give them chicken change. And then before you know it, the, 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 the graduate is so tired, thinks that life is, that's what a business world is all about. It's all about suffering. And then they give up. And then employment, unemployment in Cameroon increases. Who caused it? You, because you're selfish. You can't get a bigger office. You can't hire um, people to do what they're supposed to do. You hire one person and you expect them to do everything. And I know that most of you are guilty of this. If you are, please stop because you are headed for doom. I'll say it again. You are headed for doom. When you scale up again, expand. Now there are measures you have to put in place in order to expand. But again, it's like starting a business. Just do it. Do everything necessary necessary for you to expand and then expand. If you need to hire more staff, hire more staff. If you need to if you need to um, get a bigger office, get a bigger office. Now the most important thing that so many people neglect is that when you have specialization in your company, you're more productive. If you have one person, okay, doing just one thing, okay? they will be more productive but some for example you can hire someone to let's say you hire a technician a web uh, a webmaster for example and that webmaster is on your web doing your content making sure that everything is great and that same webmaster is the graphic designer and that same webmaster is the videographer and that same webmaster is the light technician the electrician <laughs> who are we kidding here? Who are we trying to deceive? Who are we trying to fool? Only because you're being selfish and you do not want to to hire someone to do all those things that the webmaster who is supposed to be on the website is doing. Now, that is not done. If you have the means, if you're scaling up, think big don't keep thinking like no we're trying to cut costs we're no longer at that level so think big and try as much as you can to improve okay
Now, another thing that can just hit you hard is your competition. Now, this is the most, the most, no, the, I shouldn't say the most because all of these challenges are real. Another thing that can hit you hard is your competition. Before you know it, people are just scaling up, they're getting all the clients, they're getting everything, everything done, and you're like, what's happening? One thing about the business world is everything happens so fast. Everything happens super fast. If you're not careful, you get left behind. So you need to be constantly updated. What is happening? What is the competition doing that I'm not doing? I need to copy what they're doing right. Again, copying best practices is very important. It's not it's not an exam, okay? People will tell you in an exam, in an examination hall, don't copy from another person. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. When you're in the business world, copying is allowed. Again, copying is allowed. I will say this millions of times on this show and I'll keep saying it because copying is allowed. If you notice, but now the world we live in now, no one is creative. Everybody just sees what another person is doing and do the same thing, but in another way. And you're like, oh, this is cool. No, they just copied from the, from the other person and that's what they're doing. Okay, so everything has already been created. It's only modified, personalized in a particular way. So if you see someone doing something right, copy it and do it your way. You imply, you apply yourself on it and you make it wonderful. So always be on your toes. Think, look at what your competition is doing and never underestimate, never underestimate competition. Even if they just started, even if they have just one employee, even if... They don't have an office. They don't have a website. Never, ever underestimate a competitor. Never. Again, I said never, ever. And uh, and I will move on to the next challenge, which is poor management. Again, I won't come back to you being the poor management. I'll come back to your staff. Poor management. If you hire a manager and then you fire the manager... And you hire another manager, consistent firing and hiring. Who are we kidding? Where are you going to with that? So think about it. Poor management is not, it's, it's, it's just going to crumble or, or just crush your business like like it was a piece of, 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 of cookie. Just crush it. So poor management. Try as much as you can to hire the right people. And even when you do hire the right people, make sure you train them. Make sure you train them. You may not be the person training them. Okay, hire someone. Hire consultants to train them. Hire consultants to tell you um, how what to do next. Those are their um, that's their job description, and I'm sure they'll do a pretty good job just for you. Okay, now let's go to mentorship. Okay. <coughs> Pardon me, please. You may have a great product or idea, but lack the necessary guidance, market experience, or knowledge to take it to the next level. That's where you need a mentor. A mentor with wisdom. A mentor with confidence. A mentor with experience. Look up and ask, who has all those qualities? And you seek advice. Advice. Now, a mentor may not necessarily be some, someone in your field. No. A mentor may not necessarily be someone you know. No. You can just observe a person's story. How did this person do this? They don't have to talk to you directly. No. 
you can listen to their talks maybe on radio on tv on magazines on on social media listen to their talks let that inspire you okay now you need a mentor in order to grow you need to look up to someone in order to grow you need to submit you need to submit to be able to grow you may think this is this is this is this is a a minor issue you may think no i don't want so many people giving me their their, their ideas they don't know what's in my head what's in my head is so calculated it's so i'm so passionate about it everyone everyone else is just trying to just tell me their own things so for me to add in their head no i don't want anything no if you notice if you have an idea, you're not the only one who has that same idea that you have. You may implement it in your way. Does not mean another person does not have that idea. Okay? And just because a person's tried to revise and make better your idea, ship it up in your head, does not mean they're changing the main idea that you have. That is why a mentor is very very important so if you don't have one seek one and again submitting is very important i hope that you take all the challenges and the solutions to the challenges into consideration the last one i said is if you lack a man lacking a mentor is a challenge and you need one the next was poor management you need to get good management in your startup another one was competition don't underestimate your competition because they would just escalate and you will be like what's happening what's going on and don't 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 again do not close your eyes when you're scaling up do not close your eyes when you're scaling up if you're scaling up expand and take the necessary measures you can to expand okay you might be the problem so train yourself in whatever you 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 you're, you're involved in and time management is also important time management is very important finding the right people is also very important planning and con- uh, revising and updating your plan is important not neglecting your marketing not neglecting marketing is also very important and money money is important and when you lack money you can't do anything or you can do a lot of things however with partnerships cutting costs you can do what you need to do okay so thank you so much for listening um we'll be right back uh, for the conclusion don't go anywhere okay the program is not over yet Oh my dear listener, I was so passionate about today's topic because it's a it's a big challenge for everyone else, for for most people who have businesses, who are startups, who are trying to start their businesses as an individual or who are registering their, their business as a formal um, company um, in in the center for for registering small uh, businesses and they face these challenges and i just wanted to share with you and how you can go about solving some of those problems i hope you can grab a a thing or two um i hope that you also catch us next week at same time on kalak fm 94.5 again if you're not opportuned to listen to us on saturday sunday from 9 a.m to 10 a.m or tuesday thursday from 4 p.m to 5 p.m you can also download this episode from any podcast website all you have to do is look for mgbfm and type in this means business that's where you find us or you can follow us on facebook at this means business for more 
information. If you want to get in touch with us, our contact is on there. Just like our page and you can get to us at any time and we'll try as much as you can to get back to you. Also, if you want to be part of the show, you're highly welcome. Just go on there and and write to us. Tell us what you're doing as a business. This is a challenge. Tell us what your business is all about. Tell us the challenges that you faced and we will know how. To, we will get you will get solutions you will get proposals from different people from different businesses and then we can solve this problem together so that you can grow because remember if you grow that means I grow that means we grow as a country and that is what we're all about I do this because I care and I hope you care too from my end to yours it's bye-bye because this means business <laughs>